Welcome everyone. We're back the Super Office podcast. We have amazing guests and today we have as well. It's been a special week for all of us. Most offices where there is business still is moving back home. In Super Office we just opened a lot of new offices closer to customers and we run our business in a different way but close to where you are. And uh, we want to inspire you all uh, and today I'm having a special guest uh, and uh, we'll be looking into R&D department so stay tuned for that. My name is Hans Christian Gromsleth. I'm your host and if you have any suggestions on topics just send me an email on hc@superoffice.com. And remember the Superoffice podcast is for anyone with passion for sales, marketing and customer service. And of course I have to have a disclaimer we are obsessed with SuperOffice. So if you are using SuperOffice or thinking about it, this is the place to be inspired. So let's just move on and enjoy the show. Okay, so we just uh, got our coffee. Hey, we're uh, we're live. So um, everyone, uh, we're back in the podcast uh, room, and uh, my boy, that has been a hectic uh, period for a lot of us and a lot of you. And I really hope you are safe and sound, and uh, that you are adopting as good as you can to the new uh, way of working and living in isolation. I think that we are all. Um, actually uh, getting more digital and of course it is different if you have kids all over the place at home or if you are uh, by any chance uh, out of a job for the moment we feel with you but let's uh, get into the podcast studio and uh, see if we can find some positive signs uh, in this and today i have uh, a guest uh, he was my first guest in the podcast room um he is the legendary evangelist of superoffice and uh he actually holds the most popular episode so welcome to the show eric aida from superoffice asrnd hi hans christian nice to be back again this is a really good initiative you keep going here and uh, it's nice to finally talk to you again that's cool. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting on my home office and uh, you are sitting on your home office, right? Yeah, the whole super office company and R&D are now working from 240 offices around the world. It means they're home. Uh, we are kind of used to that because in periods, at least developers and testers are working from home offices one day a week or one week uh, at a time if something turns up. But now everyone is doing it and uh, it's a new experience. So far, quite more positive than I anticipated. But um, yeah, let's see how the progress are going in the coming week or weeks. We don't know how long this is going to last, right? No, I, that's the... Uh, well, the only certain point is that it's going to be uh, like this for a 
couple of weeks and uh, you know it might change uh, the way we work for a very long uh, time uh, maybe the cool thing is that um, you know we're enjoying uh, online and remote coffee uh, meetings and people are socializing in a totally different way and my, myself uh, i talk to a lot of people i engage with a lot of people and it seems like we have a lot of um, you know, using the extra time to both do qualitative work and um, social work. And uh, we're saving a lot of time on commuting to work as well. So it's different. Yeah, really different. And I agree what you say when it comes to, uh, you know, team meetings and going through uh, tasks and status and those kind of things. It's not really that different. But what you miss out of is all of this social uh, things you pick up uh, during the coffee machine or at lunch or something like that. And it's important to keep uh, that flow going so that you are aware of what's happening in other teams and, and around you. Yeah, that's uh, true. Just just a story from the rest of the subsidiaries in Superoffice. Uh, they, you know, they have um, a team meeting uh, every morning and every uh, afternoon. And they update each other on all kind of things, what's going to happen and what has happened very quick. And it, it, it looks more or less like what R&D is used to when we use the, the stand-up uh, meetings. You know, what's going on and what's uh, on the, the top of your list. Doesn't it really feel like that? Yeah, it's um, fun to see that other jobs and other departments are starting to use those kind of uh, yeah, tools to to get coordinated and, and progress, and uh, that's not not new to us, but uh, it's still a bit um, adapting to to make it flow optimal. I see that people now sitting at home with kids all around, trying to keep them happy, trying to keep them in school, trying to uh, yeah watch out for the kindergarten kids and stuff. It's a challenge, but uh, we do the very best we can, and that's the best we can do, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a good uh, sum up, and I'm sure there are our listeners have a lot of own experiences uh, that they can. Uh, uh, can learn from as well. Well, uh, th- this uh, this uh, topic or the podcast uh, is about um, R and D uh, and what kind of products and stuff we are uh, delivering. And um, you know, taking the situation uh, that people work more from home uh, means that all systems needs to be available. They need possibly to be in the cloud or at least on the server uh, available and stuff. Um, and, you know, what do you see as the, um, how does that change the way people use uh, SuperOffice uh, or should use SuperOffice in your opinion? Oh, two key takeaways so far at least, and that is that people that work in our online environment or an online solution, they have access Im- immediately. They don't need to call IT to set up a VPN or firewall settings or stuff. So uh, they are working. The tools they have at hand are the same as always, and that's a good thing. Uh, The other part is that we see that people now are focusing, it seems like they are focusing more on existing customers and keeping them secure and happy and informed. And uh, the part of our uh, product that 
does this uh, is often related to what we call service or, or feature uh, related to incoming requests from your customers or prospects. Uh, and also the marketing uh, mailing part where you can send out and communicate and initiate communication with your customers using our forms, using our chat channels, uh, uh, definitely uh, has increased in usage. Uh, so it um, seems like the digital channels towards your customers, those kind of features are the one that are really now uh, taking, people are starting to take even more advantage of it. That's right. So, uh, and what about um, companies who are still on, on the site or on premise? Uh, they might be hosted in an ASP or a service provider, or they have their own what kind of challenges are they facing if they have not been setting up for home office, for instance, or remote uh, workers? Oh, there's a. Um, it's very different from company to company. But the people who don't have tried this out and enabled this for security reason or whatever, they suddenly now are shut out of the system because it's not accessible. Uh, but I guess IT departments around. Uh, uh, Europe now are really taking on the challenge, trying to provide those kind of uh, services to their users. So uh, they are coming up, but it takes time if you're not already have prepared for this kind of scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we can see, you read from the papers, uh, you know, I saw Microsoft uh, Teams, they are growing tremendously because of the remote capabilities. People want to chat, they want to collaborate. Uh, Slack is another head-to-head -head competitor and uh, we also see that they're releasing small cool new features enabling people to hold conferences online or uh, workshops or meetings like uh, like we do so it's quite nice to see that the, the providers and the vendors are actually taking on the the, the hectic uh, user adoption increase as well into their uh, their products uh, but uh, okay, let's let's stick to the um, the fact that what we call the customer facing applications uh, you mentioned, uh, and most of our online customers they actually have these capabilities in their current situations. So there's nothing they have to buy. Uh, most of them to to get there, it just has to set it up. And uh, one of those things are the self service and the customer center. And and I think we released uh, a new version of that not very many months ago. Uh, is there anything here that you want to sort of tell us a little bit about, uh, Eric? No. no, we see that this feature is a not a well-kept secret, but uh, not that many that we hoped has uh, started to to use it. And uh, but we see now the latest days that people uh, read more about it, uh, ask more questions about it. Uh, uh, and trying to get familiar with it. Um, it's it's there if you have a complete user or a service user, uh, so it's free, uh, it's there, it's just to activate it. Of course, you have to uh, see how can we as a company use it. If, For example, if you set up a chat uh, widget and put it on your homepage, then someone needs to be there to answer the chat uh, incoming chat requests. Uh, if you fill out the form, you, you should define what should we do when people fill out this form and submit it. Uh, should it uh, 
be a ticket sent to a person? Should it be an activity created in the calendar? Should I update some uh, interests on, on uh, add people to a selection? So uh, you need to think those things through, but I guess you might have the time now to, to focus on more on those kind of, of things. Yeah. Uh, our, think- community, uh, our community, of course, has good examples, good tutorials, good videos that uh, explains this kind of things. So uh, it's really gold out there that people, sh- uh, I advise people to, to dive into. Yeah, I'll uh, include some of the how to do it uh, tutorials in the show notes of this uh, episode. And uh, uh, what I think, what I see around them from talking to people uh, before they sort of postponed a lot of stuff, but now you really have to go into a hectic mode and, and change things. So it's easier to to get the processes right, make them simple so that you can start because people want people need uh, your help most likely or your services or your products and you just need to open up the door and when the reception is closed you know there's no no doorbell in the office to call then uh, you have to make yeah, that doorbell right website yeah so putting a chat widget on the front That's page right. of your website Okay, great. Um, so what about uh, our backlog and future? Um, you know, we're, we just uh, celebrated an anniversary. And um, that was a 30-year in business anniversary since we uh, started the Super Office. And we had a great, great uh, international gathering here in Oslo in January. So can you tell us some of this, this corona uh, and collaboration online uh, does it fit with what we have in the backlog? Is it things that change, or is it the stuff that we have planned uh, to roll out in the um, next half year is sort of spot on for our customers? Yeah, uh, you, to, in many cases they are spot on. Uh, the problem is that it takes time to make them, <laughs> and we have started off now defining what we call a new. You might call it generation of super office. Uh, when we talk about a new generation of super office, we are stating this is the direction and this is the focus areas that we will put extra effort into without leaving behind what we do today. But uh, there is a shift we see uh, when it comes to functionality people would like uh, to us to extend. Uh, we, we have... Um, Called, we have called this Generation 9 of SuperOffice. Um, that, five, yeah, five years ago, we launched version 8, where cloud and user plans and uh, those kind of uh, uh, concepts were, were uh, launched with full strength. Um, this time, we have, uh, during these five years, we have changed the way we released things, you know. So... Uh, Far back in time, we could spend two years making something and release everything and with a big bang and uh, spend uh, a lot of time solving bugs in that <laughs> after after the first releases. Now we release bit by bit by bit by bit, but we need to make sure that it follows the directions we want to go into. And directions are pointing, as we see it now, towards... Uh, in two directions or in two focus areas, uh, basically. And one is to uh, enable more automation in our system. Uh, 
So making the system take actions, making the system get feedback, making the system uh, need less man hands to, to do stuff. So setting up, defining automation of your processes uh, is an important topic. And that includes also customer facing uh, application. In, it includes uh, the AI uh, area where we would like to say that SuperOffice should now uh, pre-process more things for you and serve you with actions that is most likely to, to uh, be the right ones. Um, all of these things we have already started and been working for quite a while, but uh, it will be released in drip by drip. Uh, stage one of this is, of course, that we will uh, make a new appearance of SuperOffice. That's the other part. So one part is to create more automation, more customer-focused application, more uh, AI capabilities, uh, more communication capabilities. But the other part is also to improve and make the user interfaces we have today even more efficient and more adaptable. And uh, when we re release a version, a new family of the SuperOffice or a new generation of SuperOffice, which we call now Generation 9, it all starts out with a new look and feel of the application. And it's not okay. only a new color. It has to be something that really makes you say, wow, this really made me more efficient and I think it's easier to use now. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that uh, you know customers uh, after five years they are looking for uh, other ways. But like you say, having focus on being more effective or more efficient in the way you do business is uh, is key, of course, to every every user. Uh, but that's going to be exciting to see when uh, when the first uh, sort of a drip is coming to the market. Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. A big uh, one example is a big focus area in this generation will be a stronger more marketing automation offering where you can set up intelligent drip campaigns or whatever you say. So you say, if this person fills out the form on your website, then you should send him this mail. If he clicks on that link, then you should send him this mail. If he clicks on another link, another mail should go instead. Then you should wait for four weeks and automatically send the next. So those kind of scenarios where you can build your uh, lead generation or marketing f flows is uh, an important strategy within this G9 feature. Yeah, yeah. and the purpose for this is, of course, to... Uh, to create a top of a top of funnel uh, pipeline and uh, and and uh, what do you call it? Uh, get these prospects more interested, and when they are sales ready, then you can sort of activate the sales teams to do stuff. Definitely. So it's yeah. to a tool wow. to so you don't have to work that much with each individual strategic decision you have to make or, or mailing you want to send message you want to send out but uh, define a machine and that machine will go and you can adjust that when you see how the effects are yeah that sounds uh, that sounds exciting um okay you mentioned this ai what thoughts uh, are super is having on this uh, topic 
Now, the strategy we are following now, we, we are not delivering AI algorithms from SuperOffice. We are using uh, cognitive services out there that we can consume. Uh, an example is, okay, let's say a ticket comes in or a request comes in uh, through a form or through an email. Uh, we use uh, AI algorithms to then say, okay, depending on the language, the sentiment, the topics uh, mentioned in it, which one should be assigned this ticket to solve it? We also say, okay, let's try to integrate all of this with chatbot technologies out there. We don't make our own chatbot, but you can hook SuperOffice onto it so that the chatbot can start gathering information from uh, the customer who, who are facing you and get enough information to transfer you to the right agent or uh, even solve things by referring to FAQs you have on your website or, or stuff like that. Yes. So you're helping the customer or the user agents or the company to to use and cu curate the content and provide it uh, smart to to end users or or their customers again. Yeah, take some load off their hands when it comes to the trivial uh, uh, things they have to do every day and and uh, make them spend more time on what they are actually are experts at. Yeah. So what you're saying is actually that we are utilizing more. Uh, code from the cloud uh, or APIs uh, so that we can uh, connect to services uh, which is now being produced by others uh, in a massive scale. That's correct. Yeah. So our APIs will also be sort of uh, uh, extended and uh, they are quite extensive already. But that's where it goes, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. And we will launch this under a new brand name but that will maybe come for later it's important it's important to say that uh, of course there has to be a first version of version 9 but it doesn't contain all of these plans so these plans re reflects a direction that we wrap in a generation 9 of SuperOffice and they will be delivered during this year and also next year so it's not one big bang where everything is at place People need time to assimilate and, and learn and evaluate what we are delivering also. So I think this is a win-win situation. Yeah, great. Well, thanks a lot for sort of uh, lifting uh, the hood a little bit, uh, what's going on. I'm sure we will have more of this uh, uh, later on. And uh, to all our listeners, you know, just remember this is a small a secret between you and Eric and myself. So uh, we will be sharing more of this uh, as it comes. Uh, okay, so uh, I guess that was, uh, you know, times uh, flying. Uh, any other things that's on your mind, uh, Eric, uh, as we wrap up the episode? No, I just, everyone to just uh, keep their spirits and stay safe. That's the important things these days now. Yeah, I think that's uh, very nice said, and I totally agree. And uh yeah, I think that wraps it up. And again, thank you very much, uh, Eric. I will um, look forward to posting this up on the, um, any podcast that you normally listen to, if it's Apple or Spotify or any other uh, episode. So uh, thank you very much, Eric, and have a great Friday. And uh, see you live and online very soon. Thank you, HD. Have a nice weekend. All right, bye. Bye. 
Well, that's it for today. That's all we had, and uh, we really hope you liked it. If you do, share it with your friends, and it would be great if you go into Apple Podcaster and give us a rating and perhaps a comment as well. I'm looking forward to meeting you again, and uh, if you subscribe to this podcast, you will be notified when the next episode comes. So, have a great evening, everyone. Thanks, and bye.